Welcome to the Unblocking Crypto Podcast. This podcast is not financial advice. It's meant for entertainment purposes only. These are just the opinions of a couple of rambling wrecks. Welcome back to episode number 39 of Unblocking Crypto. A lot of really cool things going on in the crypto space, so I'm going to jump right into it. First off, DEC is raising or has raised $9 million to start a decentralized Uber on Solana. They created the rideshare protocol, otherwise known as TRIP, and they are developing an app that will, I guess, allow you to use that protocol. Uh, They're calling it the Teleport app, and they expect other companies to be able to use a lot of that. So they do believe that competition is beneficial. So it's exciting to see what's going on there, especially since, depending on who you ask, Uber isn't always the company that treats people fairly. So now a decentralized solution could be an interesting solution for the future. Near is a a platform that has been getting a lot of attention, kind of an Ethereum competitor. If you have paid attention at all to what happened with Terra and the Luna and the stablecoin on Luna, uh, Near has a similar type of stablecoin that they are going to get rid of because it is starting to turn into what the Luna Terra USD stablecoin did. Uh, they are going to be eliminating their stablecoin and they are making sure that everybody's getting a one for one so that there aren't any problems in the future. Sushi is another company we've talked about before, Sushi Swap. They have modified their DAO and they are moving from a single DAO to now restructuring into three different DAOs. Those will be located in Panama and the Cayman Islands. And it has passed with a 100% vote from the existing DAO. Outside the box things, let's talk about those real quick. CryptoSat, they just raised $3 million. Some of the people that were involved in that were the same company that created Filecoin and IPFS, which is Protocol Labs. Also, Fallon Network, the founders of that were involved, which is the cool little product on Polkadot. The goal for this is to have a physically unreachable and tamper-proof platform that will be able to launch, launch a wide variety of blockchain based apps, products, and services. So they're pretty much putting a satellite up in space that no one can touch and that will run blockchain applications up there. It'll be solar powered so nobody can interfere with the power source and connect through different satellite communications. So exciting to see what's going on with that. And that will be really cool to see where it moves into in the future. RWAs, real-world assets. I know we've talked about DeFi before, but it seems like there's a lot of talk about real-world assets and where the future is going. I've been reading some things. If you look at digital assets today, they're around a trillion dollars. The article I was reading about said that the actual assets, physical assets, are greater than $600 trillion. Real-world assets is pretty much tokenizing all those actual assets and putting them onto the blockchain so that they can be tracked much more easily and quickly and just really speed up the value creation and the movement of money. So if that happens, there is a ton of growth for crypto in general, even if it gets a small portion of that $600 in actual assets. Twitter, if you haven't really paid much attention, Twitter did get back in the news. Elon Musk is buying Twitter. His plan, it sounds like, is to create turn Twitter into kind of the everything app. 
China, I think, has WeChat that you can do almost everything over there. So with the news from that, Dogecoin did spike quite a bit. I think it almost doubled. And there were rumors that Doge support may come from Twitter. There's already the ability to tip people with Bitcoin, and they have plans already to allow Ethereum tips in the near future. And there's been some talk that Twitter is planning on enabling the ability to buy and sell NFTs through tweets. It looks like Solana, Flow, Polygon, Azos, and IMX will be some of the platforms that you're going to be able to do that on. So it'll be exciting to see where things go there. When you start talking about VCs, A16Z, the Andreessen Horowitz crypto fund, they, I guess, if you look at their news in the first half of 2022, they lost about 40% of the value in their their funds. What's interesting is they just established their fourth crypto fund in May, which is about a $4.5 billion fund. If you add the other three funds to that $4.5 billion, you're now at about $7.6 billion. So they still believe very highly in crypto, and they've even come out and said they're still not phased. Core Scientific, Core Scientific may be one of the world's largest Bitcoin miners. They are saying that they have a possibility of filing bankruptcy right now. One of the things that they're blaming on all of this, other than the Bitcoin price being down, is Celsius was a customer of theirs and is not paying their bills. So it's causing some cash flow issues for them. If you haven't paid attention to Glassnode, you can get some a lot of free information from Glassnode, but it is a way to kind of go geek out on all the details happening on the blockchain. They have different levels to talk about, but one of the things that they did just come out with was a kind of a summary of where they thought the market was. And it was a pretty interesting conclusion that they came from. It pretty much says the bull to bear transition has not started, although the seeds to make that into a reality has definitely been planted. So while we're not out of the woodwork yet, it definitely looks like it's going in the right direction. And it kind of sounds like that the more you, you look into it and see how things are going. Another crowd-based solution that's really intriguing is Global Coin Research. They are a tokenized, decentralized community of learning learners and investors in Web3. I think so far they've invested about $31 million into different projects. They release a maybe monthly or quarterly overview of where they see the market and how things are going. A couple of the key points from there is that if you look at their digital assets as a storage of value, the Bank of England just had to take emergency action to increase liquidity and stop the the UK government bonds from, from selling off. So when they did that, that kind of sparked a lot of investors over there in England to sell pounds and euros to buy Bitcoin. So the volume of Bitcoin bought in a day kind of skyrocketed up to about 50,000 Bitcoin in a day, which if you look at a lot of their past, they're typically right around about 5,000. Um, in a day. So I know we don't see a lot of that here in the US yet because the US dollar has been strong, but it definitely scared a lot of people in England with everything going on there. We talked a little bit about the private market and the VCs. They did mention that August was a 12-month low for investment into some of these private companies. Although that being said, they still see a very large amount of dry powder available to invest. So for founders with great ideas, there's still a ton of money out there to go get. Congress, they've been in the, the news here lately, and 
shoot with the some of the elections coming up it's kind of interesting when you look at both sides the republicans have presented a bill called the retirement savings modernization act the goal being that it would enable investment managers to offer bitcoin and crypto in the 401k plans so there are about three different republicans that submitted that bill the democrats on the other side there's about seven of them that sent a letter to the ceo of the electric reliability group in Texas, and they are expressing their concern about the Bitcoin mining usage. Hong Kong, Hong Kong released a paper here recently talking about their views on virtual assets. The exciting news is it was pretty positive. So they even went so far to talk about the move towards allowing ETFs and NFTs to be tested out in the very near future. Time will tell how that happens. And after some of the negative news from what Singapore is doing, then maybe Hong Kong is hoping more people will come and, and move back into Hong Kong from that perspective. And then just because I have to include something from the NFT space, Reddit NFTs, I know we talked about that a while ago, but they have gone a little crazy. There was a, almost an 800% increase in the volume here in the last day over day volume here recently. Some of these NFTs that, well, some were airdropped for free, others you could buy for anywhere from $10 to $100 how, have now skyrocketed. I think the highest one that we've seen has gone for 18 Ethereum, which is about $24,000. And this is all on the Polygon network, which they have said they now have 3 million new wallets just from these reddit nfts that were created so pretty impressive stuff exciting news we'll see what continues to happen thanks for joining talk to you soon thanks for journeying down the crypto rabbit hole with us if you're interested in learning more about crypto please join our private facebook group unblocking crypto it's a small community discussing new ideas and just asking questions to learn more hope to interact with you there